Yo, 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 welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown, and today's topic is a bit personal. It is about a recent health scare that I went through, and I wrote what I went through just to make it a little bit easier to try not to forget a lot of the things that transpire. So here it go. It had been a few weeks, and my pre-stream was acting strange. I would get the urge to pee, but nothing would happen. Once I did pee, it felt like I had to go again right after. I did not concern my wife with it, but she soon understood something was wrong. She suggested I go to the patient first to run some tests to rule out some Google searches, which had come up, which we had come up with. That list encompassed UTIs all the way to kidney kidney cancer. I went to the patient first and had my urine tested. Everything came back clear, but my symptoms persisted. They got worse. My pee stream would turn off in the middle of me peeing and then turn on low pressure mode. And my penis started to feel irritated and have a slight burning sensation that made driving and laying down very uncomfortable. I also suffered from severe post-pee dribble. Fortunately, I was still able to sleep well. On the big day, I woke up like standard and went to the bathroom. And there was pink pee, yes, blood in the urine. My wife was at work, just my kids and me. I called on uh, on Yahweh, then my wife, to let her know and then called my cousin to ask him about kidney stones. He said, if I wasn't in pain, I probably don't have a stone because it's excruciating pain. Soon as I got off the phone, a pain only comparative to being stabbed with a screwdriver and someone twisting it and forcing me to drink glass laced with water mixed with shattered pieces of glass started. I contemplated what was important in life and I realized that if I was to die today, many things I was stressing about were not important at all. I prayed to the Most High. All I wanted to do was feel better to watch my children grow, see my baby boy born, and be a great husband to my wife. I didn't care about money or work or any material things. I wanted to be sure I was right with Yahweh above all. I crawled to the phone with my kids screaming, what's wrong, daddy? I got my wife on the phone and she left work to take me to the emergency room. At the time, my mom called to have me help her uh, get an Uber. The pain in my voice, I could not hide. She dropped everything to come to get the girls to help my wife and me. My wife and mom got to the hospital around the same time. My wife rushed me to the hospital on the way. I became nauseous. She pulled over and I vomited everything in my stomach. Once at the hospital, I felt the worst I went to the bathroom and peed some more and I heard a rock hit the toilet. 
It was the stone. The rest of my pee finally came out of my bladder. And for the first time in weeks, it felt empty. My wife and I decided that even though I felt better, I should still uh, stay in the hospital to run all the tests. We were there from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. They confirmed it was a kidney stone and I still had one left. The doctor's assistant, the doctor's assistant also ensured that my kidney was not infected and nothing was blocking my bladder and urethra. I was clear to go. <clears throat> what I learned, I wasn't drinking enough water. My water intake when I changed my diet had sucked up most of the normal amounts of water that I drunk and the calcified diet that I was on had produced a kidney stone. Um, the second thing I learned is that my diet had changed. By trying to change my diet for the better, it exposed years and years of not eating the right things. And as my body was purifying itself, the actual, um, sorry about that. As my body was purifying itself, my body, um, one of the kidney stones broke off and entered my urethra. Um, the third thing I learned is that I have a great support system. My wife jumped in to help me. She was involved from the start of the symptoms and very concerned and helping me figure out what in the world was going on. And um, my mom jumping up and stopping everything she had to do that day to come and help me was a huge weight off my shoulders that my kids could be taken care of while I figured out what in the world was going on in my body. Um, the fourth thing I realized was that my helpmate, which is my wife, was worth all the time and investment because a lot of times in today's culture, we sum women up into one category, but having a true wife and someone who can take care of you when the chips are down, someone who can look out for you when you can't look out for yourself. I realized how invaluable that was. And it made me think about the Kevin Samuel situation that if he would have been with his wife <clears throat> or if he had a wife during that time, maybe she could have spotted the symptoms and me being hard headed, uh, you know, with my, you know, I'm not going to tell my wife I'll be fine. And then her saying, something wrong you went to the bathroom three four times that's not like you what's going on i feel like the same thing could have been done for Ke for kevin samuels where his wife at that moment would have been like what's going on like like are you okay like let's let's go run some tests let's see what's going on because i was literally going to be stubborn and not figure out how to help myself until it was more than likely too late. Um, the fifth thing I realized is that my mom really wants to help. Um, I always struggle with my relationship with my mother. I think 
the parent relationship um, can sometimes be so up and down and especially when you have siblings and all of these things but seeing how fast my mother just jumped into action and that helped our relationship a ton um, based on you know little minor uh, agitations that may arise from other things I think this helped me see her in a different light six I gained true clarity and perspective when you feel real pain and you suspect death, it has this crazy way of aligning your priorities. And that pain, I had never felt that before. So I didn't know whether my kidneys was failing. Um, I didn't know whether I would get to the hospital on time. Um, I didn't know whether there was anything that they could do for me once I got to the hospital anyway. And that's when you realize like your your life is not in your hands your life is in Yahweh's hands and there's nothing you can do when your time is ready and your legacy up to that point there's nothing else you can add to it when that day comes <clears throat> so having that true clarity and perspective really helped me realign what's important and my stress level after this event has been immensely lower, knowing that I was tripping about certain things and other things that I didn't prioritize, I've now prioritized. <clears throat> Seven, we all have a appointed time to die. Live well and don't have any regrets. Don't put off things that really mean the world to you for basic stuff. Um, at some point, you do have to live, but it becomes a point where we're just chronically living and we're not putting ourselves in a position to thrive and to enjoy life at its fullest point. And I think this situation was a shakeup for me to be like, yeah, you've accomplished a lot. You've gotten to a comfortable place in life, but there's so much more life left to live don't leave anything on the table because when it's all said and done, your legacy is not going to be about the money or the this or that. It's literally going to be about the time you spent with your loved ones, the love that you gave, the, 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 the energy that you filled those rooms up with. Like when people die, they're not going to be like, Oh, he had the most money. They're going to, they're going to miss the, the soul of the person that left. Um, the eighth thing that really became apparent was treat people well. Um, if you're not treating your wife well, if you're not treating your parents well, if you're not treating those closest to you well, when times get hard and you can't take of your take care of yourself, the same people that you treated bad or you had feelings about, those are going to be the people that are going to you're going to be left in their care, and. Even at the doctors, um, one of the things that that I realized was that a lot of black people get super anxiety. Like a lot of the conversations that we had at the hospital with black people was that, you know, I'm so glad to see other black people here. I'm so glad to see black people on the staff because if they're left up to the majority, a lot of times we don't get treated as if our pain is as real as it is. 
um, there was a woman who was suffering from some type of abdominal situation and she was crying out in pain and a lot of the doctors weren't really attending to her until she made a complete scene and then they were able to give her a shot to help her out with the pain but just seeing that just showed me like you know this hospital is not the place that you want to end up and so if anything is in your power to change <clears throat> as far as diet as far as working out as far as drinking enough water as far as um not indulging in alcohol and smoking and all of these other things that shorten our lifespan, partying excessively, working off, work being a workaholic, working yourself into the to the ground. Um, I would rather live well <clears throat> for a long time and even in my later years live well than to try to burn up burn up everything while I'm young and live in a state of destruction and turmoil in my body on the way out um the next thing was the hospital is a place to avoid like i said anything you can do to avoid coming back to that hospital anything you can do diet whatever it has to to be changed more water um getting more sleep um taking care of your mental health uh, dwelling on positives instead of negatives, you know, anything you can do to avoid being at that hospital, make that a priority. Money, you're going to get that back. You can't get back your time and you usually can't get back your health if it goes past a certain point. So make sure that your time is a high value in your life and make sure that your health is a high value in your life. Health is true wealth. And Yahweh gives that in abundance. The fear of being black in a hospital is so real. But Yahweh is greater. Um, a lot of times, even being through this pandemic and understanding that the doctors will prescribe something to you that's not necessarily helpful. Um, I was prescribed some pain medicines and some other things that I was warned that if I take them, I could... It was like akin to Vicodin that I could really end up in a situation where I'm addicted to these things. So, you know, the doctor's assistant was like, look, only take these when it gets really, really bad. Like, if you feel like it's about to get really, really bad, take it. But if you're not sure, try not to ingest these pills because the addiction rate is through the roof. You know, um... And the 11th thing that I that I realized was treat people well, even when you're in pain. I think one of the main things that I had to consistently remind myself is that the staff is very overworked. Everybody is short staffed, just like at a restaurant when there's not enough waitresses um, to get to your order or to refill the water. People get impatient and they get nasty. But. If you're very gracious and nice with your um, your waiter, you get better service. And that's what I felt in the doctor's office. It was almost like a microcosm of who can 
suffer in silence the best. But it wasn't necessarily about suffering in silence. It was about maintaining a positive attitude in one of the worst situations in your life. Um, and people can see that. People can see like, wow, you know, like, I know what kidney stones are like. I know that pain where it feels like something is just gut-wrenching you from the back and your penis is literally shredding itself from a stone coming out your your, your penis and, you know, your, 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 your urethra is being cut and blood is coming out of somewhere that it normally doesn't come out of, like, but to but to keep a positive attitude really shows your trust in God and Yahweh at that time because only only Yahweh can give you the strength to treat people right when you in immense pain. Twelve. Call out to the most high in your time of trouble and don't be a stranger when things are good. One of the things that really made me understand how important it was, was that I was thankful that I had a relationship with Yahweh because in my pain, when I called out to him, things were just taken care of for me. Like my mom was able to come out of nowhere. She was called and my, my wife was able to get off work instantly to come help me. My kids, I was able to calm them down a little bit. You know, like the presence of the father was obviously there in this time of turmoil. And it's because I don't have any shame calling out to the most high to come in and, and to be my presence and to help my countenance. And the 13th thing that I learned, the last final thing is the father in heaven, Yahweh, he helps those he knows. Keep a relationship with the father because you never know when your day is coming where immense pain will take over your life in any form. But know that God, know that Yahweh has your back. He loves you. He cares about you. He wants to see you overcome this thing and continue to look to him for your help because your help comes from the Lord. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I hope this has challenged you to uh, if you have any pains in your body or any irregularities to go on here to the doctors and start getting those tests to see if anything pops up. Um, and as men, try not to ignore your body when things are going on. Um, take the precautions because it's better to catch something early than later. And hopefully you understand to keep Yahweh close, treat people well and that the hospital is no place to end up if you can help it. Until next time, I'm your host, Miles Brown. Thank you so much for tuning into Business Casual. Peace.